Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Attention, please. And now... It's Cutter's Rock Cat. Once again, we are backstage, holiday season at Epic Event Center in Green Bay, Wisconsin, with Mike from The Violent. It's good to see you, my friend. Good to see you, too. It's been a while. It has been way too long. How you been? What's what's new? Catch me up. Uh, Just enjoying time at home, but ready to go play. Yeah, I bet. I'm so glad this is finally happening and, you know, trying to ramp things up for 2023. We've been super conservative with shows. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, you know how it is right now. It's still getting cleaned up from what we went through. So, well, it's 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 interesting. It's a little pick and choosy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it is. It is between uh, between the health stuff and the money stuff. Yeah. Obviously, absolutely. People forget that that plays a factor. You can't just mm-hmm. you know hop in and and go right back to wh- the way it was. You kind of gotta build it back up in a way, especially with a new project. Yeah, you know, it's not like we left off exactly where we stopped, so it's a little different. <laughs> well, okay, so the violent launched what right before the pandemic, right? Yeah, so that would have been 2020 January. We dropped the first song. Okay. Which yeah, fly on the wall. Yeah, and at that point, you know, just thinking about what everybody else was thinking, like this will be a few months. Step back, and then it'll be all. And then it's two years later. Mm-hmm. So you know, slowly releasing songs over. 2020, 2021, and we only have nine songs out total right now, which is crazy. It's not even like really a full album. No, it's true. And you have to like go hit random on Spotify or yeah. Amazon Music or whatever, which I did today on the way here because, you know, re familiar myself with a couple yeah. songs. There was a well, Counting Sheep. I don't think I'd heard that one actually. Yeah, Counting Sheep, we released some of, I mean, we've been doing it kind of under the radar, but not really. Like, there's not really a, before it was, you know, take a song to radio or put it out and then just tour. Right. And now it's different. It's like all about social media and marketing it as much as we can, just getting it in front of as many people as possible in just a different way. So, okay, let me, let me touch on that for a second, yeah. if you don't mind. So what is the mindset now for a band like you guys? Okay, you guys have your experience, right? Red Sun Rising did well. Um, a lot of people we know love, love that band. Yeah. Um, and the violent organically is starting to kind of feel like there's some love bubbling. But what's the, what's the idea like now? You write music, obviously, and you had all kinds of time to do it. And I know you guys, so I know you've been writing like right. crazy. Yeah. Um, to go to release a song, because like you said, the, the, before it was, all right, here's a single, put it out to radio, shoot a video, make sure that gets everywhere, make yep. sure the song gets up on the DSPs, digital service providers, for those who don't know what DSP stands right. for. Um, and then and then you just kind of go and go, and then here's the record. Right. Uh, now, like you said, it's completely different. So what are you guys thinking about when you do, in fact, get ready to release a song? So now it's more because it is kind of single bass and EP based, I guess, um, you know, and it's kind of like a chess match with your own fans. Cause it's like, okay, you put out, instead of giving them an entire album of material, it's like, here's one song and you know, let's see how it does. Let's see how it reacts. Let's see how they like it. Let's see what the feedback is. And then you can kind of reassess the next track before you drop that. Mm-hmm. Where before it was like, here's a whole album of music. They can consume all of it. And then there might be an evolution on the next album. 
right. you're watching an evolution happen over singles rather than albums. So the evolution of the band is actually, and, and us discovering what our sound is, is actually happening right in front of you much quicker, if that makes sense. It does make sense, because if you're writing and recording a song or a song or two at a time, right. I can imagine then, you know, life changes. Mentalities change, exactly. all of that. So every time you go to sit down and do another one, you're feeling different. And that, that stamp in time that was an album, right. that was, you know, 11, 14 songs of that time period. Right. Now it's one or two, three songs of that time period, and then the next batch is another time period because time has passed. So if you look at any band in history almost, you look at their first album versus their last album or their material in between, there's usually a, a difference. Some bands have just kept the same, like ACDC. Well, ACDC. Yeah, song, I mean, that's the prime example. Slayer. Slayer was another Slayer, band that kind of did Slayer. that. Yeah. But you can see an evolution. So a band like... You know, Incubus, you listen to a, the first Incubus album versus... Well, okay, but the first Incubus album is a metal record. Yeah. True. I mean, that's like... True. And then a producer came Love in. Love that album. Let's clean this up a little bit. Yeah. But you can see the evolution of that happen over multiple records rather than multiple songs. And that's kind of the biggest difference that I've noticed. Okay. Because you have the opportunity to evolve over less material. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Time will tell. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think time will tell so, if that's a good or a bad thing. We don't know. So the idea of the violent, though, because musically you guys are, you guys are a little different. You know, your your last band was much more straight ahead rock. Yeah. Um, this is obviously a little bit more involved on a. I hate to say it, but almost like a technology aspect where. Yeah. There's definitely seems like there's more soundscapes and things going on. Yeah, I mean, normally where we would have probably added a lead guitar, you know, part or a texture with a guitar, we may add it with the synth. You know, so instead of putting that layer in with the guitar part, we might mm -hmm. just play it on keys. So it's just, it just presented differently. Like, I think the textures are there, the, the same in a way, but they're presented differently with different types of instruments. That's really the biggest difference because there's only three of us. So right. we know that live, you know, if I play bass and Dave plays guitar, there's no one really gonna play synth. So we have to kind of be strategic with what that is. Sure. But that's part of the sound. And there's plenty of three-piece bands that have accomplished something similar that way. Yeah, absolutely. Supplement it with, with what they need to, but it's been fun because it has opened up a world because I played guitar since I was 11. Not that you run out of ideas on guitar, but when you, when you go to an instrument that you're not used to, you think about music completely different. Mm -hmm. um, and that, I think, opened up an, another world, and I still think we're finding what that is. Like I said, you know, that's, that's evolving still. I, I was thinking about this not that long ago, I, doing because um, I do a morning show on a classic rock radio station, and uh, I, I was sitting down, getting ready to sit down and have a conversation, which is yet to be heard, but uh, from Edgar Winter. Okay. Now, Edgar, and I remember finding him as a kid because I learned how to play guitar from a couple of jazz guys. Yeah. So it's like, okay, Edgar and Johnny Winter, here are these guys that like jazz and blues backgrounds, Absolutely. but rock and roll riffs. Um, and thinking about the use of a synthesizer or a keyboard in, in such a way in the 70s. I mean, we're talking 50 years ago. Yeah. And now here we are in 2022 where it's almost come back where that idea is starting to exist again, but fresh and new. Yeah. Um, and, and almost people are looking at it like a little like, whoa, yeah. whoa, I don't know. I don't know. But if they did it 50 years ago, why is it, why is it bad now? And I, and I don't know that it is. I'm just saying, like... I was like that. Yeah? I mean, I grew up on, you know, 
the grunge era, like Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and all that stuff. And, you know, I love Nine Inch Nails, but that was really the, as far as my, like, technology or, like, electronic music went. Well, right, okay, so you and I are pretty close to the same age, and we grew up yeah. with the same type of bands, listen right. to all the grunge stuff. But it did seem like Nine Inch Nails, Ministry, KMFDM, whatever, those, yeah. that was a different, completely different right. universe, right. right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, you know, with Red Sun Rising... We, I kind of held on. We all did kind of that elitist attitude, like we're going to do everything organically with just the basic instruments of a rock band. And right, guitar, any, bass, drums, yeah, vocals. Yeah, and some a little bit of keys, but like natural keys, not like right. synths. So, you know, that was, that was a little bit tough to let go of and with the violent, and, and I think that was a little bit of a liberating thing is like let going of that attitude where it has to be this. Now, do you feel like getting out of your comfort zone and going into something that's a little more challenging like that kind of opens up the idea of, of writing and open up the, the ability to explore that a little bit more? Yeah, and I think if, if I would have just come out with, you know, because I was always writing. You know, even when Red Sun Rising was coming to an end, I was always writing for what would have been the next record for Red Sun Rising. Right? Mm -hmm. So I could have just come out and just made it sound like Red Sun Rising, and just called it the violent, but then what's the point of that? Right. You know? So it's like, I felt like it, I owed it to myself to try to do it a different way. Sure. At, at the very least. Because I've done that. You can go listen to Red Sun Rising whenever you want. We, that's why we recorded it. It's there. <laughs> so. I still do, not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> it comes on shuffle. My daughter asks for it sometimes, so. <laughs> do you go like, no! Yeah, yeah. It's, either, it's not what I'm into now. It's either Daddy's Band or The Wiggles. In the, the Wiggles. In the car. <laughs> How is the family? I mean, you guys look like you're, you're living life. Down, in, down, down in the, the yeah, Keys, right? South, well, South Florida, so like okay. Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. It's, it's okay. I mean, I do miss, um, I don't miss the winters, but I do miss like living in Chicago and just the yeah. scene that it brings. But, you know, it is different when you have children. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to know that it's going to be sunny and I don't have to put a jacket on. I can walk, just walk outside and shut up. That's it. <laughs> dick <laughs> but yeah other than that well and for anybody who follows mike on any kind of social media at all uh sorry your browns suck again this year i, I don't know oh just they're just, they're just they build up the year every every year it's like the most hyped thing ever well hey at least you know they're gonna win some games instead right. of what the four years in a row of winning one or whatever oh i mean the, they, they had the perfect season where they went 0 and 16 yeah so so at one point I think, that was I think a there's pool. a ghost in the uh, ghost, the pool stick in the room of this brand new already. building. <laughs> yeah, two, Who died here? Two, this this Who, building's been open for two years yeah, and it's already. <laughs> there's a there's a game room in here and this is where we're sitting and there's a there's a pool table and one of the sticks just fell I've been, off its stand. I've been so looking forward to seeing this place though because. You now know, you guys haven't been here yet. We have not, and it's it really is because right before the pandemic hit, you had even played an acoustic show. That's right uh, at Lambeau Lambe. Field. Yep, and that was with the same promoters. Yeah, that opened this absolutely. And um, you know, we were just trying to figure out the right time to make it back. And like when you guys had this event going on, we we're like, absolutely, it'd be so great to reconnect with those fans because Green Bay and you and the station has have supported us immensely. You're part of the, like, we always had Green Bay on the list because of you and the people here. So to be able to come back and present the new project in this uh, fashion is 
you know, we were super excited about that. The, the real reason behind, I mean, the music's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And you guys have always been super cool. The real reason is um, we're all deathly afraid of your manager. <laughs> I know. I don't mess. I don't, I don't mess with him uh, during football season though, because he's he gets pretty intense around then. He's really he's really territorial with, with his teams, and so this is a not not a good not a good season to mess with him. You just wait till like uh, spring. Spring. There's no spring is when I can mess with him. Yeah, I had an hour long conversation with him last <laughs> night. I was almost, but I'm like, yeah, better not. <laughs> yeah, he can be intense, but it's a it's a labor of love. I mean, he he does go to bat for his artists, which we appreciate it. That's for sure. Oh, there's no question about it. And to see what you guys are doing and to build it the way you're doing it, I think it's the right way. And, and yeah. I really hope it pays off for you, man. I, there's some cool, interesting music coming from the violent. There's no yeah. doubt. And I think there's, there's more to come. And I, like I said, I think we're still finding really what that sound is. Yeah. You know, which is exciting. Well, like I said, man, on County Sheep, and that's the, that's the newest one, right, that came out or not? Well, there's that one and Wrap Your Head Around. But those, wrap Your Head Around, well, yeah. Those both have a more similar vibe because I'm kind of getting back to those big vocal choruses again. I was just going to say, there's a, there's a high-pitched vocal. Yeah. Um, and there's an acoustic guitar undertone. Yep. Um, and then still this kind of industrial driving beat right. going on as well. It's interesting. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep exploring that. But it feels good to get back to that. I think I even experimented with my voice a little bit in the beginning of The Violent because it's like I've sang the same way on every record that I've ever put out. So it's like, why don't I just experiment with what I can do with my own voice? That's another instrument yeah. that we can mess with. But, you know, sometimes you, you start going back to what feels right and where your, your, your money shot is. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Money shots with Mike from The Violent. That'll be the next, uh, that'll shots. be the next single. Yeah. <laughs> that's the book. That's the, the book, book is that's called Money book. Shots yeah, with, with Mike Brodich. <laughs> yeah. Autobiography. Uh, Lonely right. Shots. Thank you for doing this, man. I really appreciate Thank it. You. It's so good to see you. Yeah, you too. Cutter's Rockcast. Don't forget to tune in. Exactly. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.